how do you feel that the pandemic kind of forced you yourself to change as a leader and any, you know, personal examples that you could share with us on that? Yeah, so um, Dana, uh, my background and, and, you know, has really been, I came from a modest beginnings, you know, kind of came into hospitality accidentally. So, you know, I was always the, certainly the guy early in my career that would just try to outwork and try to out hustle every everyone else. And that was part of my brand and what I I leaned into. I think and and so because of that, you know, I was the guy that was always at the office super early and stayed super late. And the people that were around me, that was just kind of how they acted because that's how I acted. And I, I think to me personally, probably the biggest area of growth would be one around work-life balance and empathy and just being more aware of what what people are are dealing with. And you know, we're our office is is based in Texas, right? So the pandemic didn't happen here, right? Is you know, is is yeah. is is uh but but and and you know it, it candidly at first I struggled with you know we were closed for the period of time that the government forced us to be closed but but we were pretty quick and I was pretty quick to to reopen um the the office and and part of that you know we had people at the front lines and I felt like we needed to be here to answer the phones and what I I you know what I learned just from the empathy perspective really is just understanding all the unique situations and the fearfulness people had around family members or themselves and and there's a lot of growth that came out of that and, and certainly through the last several years I think all of us American consumer clearly has which is why we have leisure now there's this evolution in how we think about our time and our life and how work interacts with that so those were kind of the biggest personal changes and evolution that that happened for me. Yeah, it sounds like really just that human to human connection just like kind of amplified during that time and which was so important. And do you feel like during, you know, the height of it that even if you didn't really have the right answer to give to someone about any questions that they had, it was just kind of necessary to just be in communication with them and be like, hey, I'm here for you. I may not have the yes or no answer right away, but let's talk kind of deal. Well, so as as someone that had to go through an evolution to learn how to talk to his teenage daughters and not always solve everything, <laughs> yes, it's the same it's the same principle. But yes, there is an evolution there in in being there as much for support. And and I guess that, you know, I didn't really think of that in the same way as a journey of of understanding but 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 clearly um uh sometimes people just need that that sounding board and they need their organization to be that to be that for them as well right so kind of uh thinking of those things that you just mentioned how have you also felt like maybe those changes influence the way that you choose to kind of run your business now and maybe approach um, internal teams? Yeah, I, you know, I think um, much like certainly a, a lot of the world, it's really understanding 
flex schedules and how people work. And so there's been dramatic evolution. You know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I was the guy that, you know, I wanted everybody in the office. I wanted to see you or I wanted very specific productivity measures around how things work. And the reality is the world's shifted, our our employee base has shifted. And so we've modified kind of how we how we work and how we function. A big part, and some of some of your peers have you know spent time in our our building, and we you know we've programmed the hell out of our space because we want people to want to come in, and we've tried to make it fun, we've tried to make it interactive, cross departmental collaboration. So not just not just flex schedules, but also what can we do to to make kind of our environment, our culture part of their life in other ways, you know, gym that's open seven days a week and available to them to come to all, all these other things have, have really uh, changed. I think the other piece to, to the communication point is, is how do we create, how do we make leadership more accessible to talk to our associates? So we have a whole series of um, opportunities from leadership perspective to talk to managers within our organization and to talk to hourly uh, you know associates and team members and we're creating opportunities just to listen to engage typically followed with a you know a cocktail party or a coffee where there's a, a little bit of that social and and much more casual um interaction with with our folks yeah, I love that because just kind of mentioning as we were talking before the call started is just, you know, how big Ambridge is as a company as a whole, but then, you know, sectioning it off in different structures and divisions. Um, do you feel like that kind of helped people kind of come together, even though they're not necessarily silos, but, you know, everyone has their own, you know, department that they're in. But do you feel like kind of making things interactive and fun is kind of just been a way to really increase that collaboration among teams? Yeah, and it, you know it's it, it's it's funny because I I did in one of these small roundtables. Um, um, let's talk leadership is what they're called mm-hmm. um, at at Ambridge. I had somebody say, you know, with our new divisions, is that is that separating us and creating silos? And so so you know we chatted about how the meeting I was holding at the time was cross-divisional and and how we set up and how we program the building and how we program activities is all around people working together. You know, I think part of any community um, is understanding the value that the different groups bring, right? And in, in, in from a, you know, diversity, not just in workforce, but diversity of experience and expertise. And because if you, if you appreciate what what folks are doing, um, and then you get to know them as an individual, which is is part of what we're trying to do. It just changes, it 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 creates, it takes you out of your your department being your team, and your team becomes the whole organization. And that is, you know, it is complicated when you have fifty five thousand employees, but all of this takes you back to to how you how you speak to them, how you communicate them, how you support them. And that you're supporting them in a way that's nuanced to them and what they need, right? Because a general manager at an economy extended stay hotel does not need the same type of support as a general manager at a four star, you know, 400 room hotel. 
And so how we nuance that and, and like, so we can still be part of one family, but, but we, we have to also understand that we don't speak with one voice to everyone. It's, it's, uh, it's a little nuanced that way. And when you say family, it kind of reminded me of the joke that like, you know, people who work like a nine to five, it's like you sometimes see your colleagues more than you see your actual family. So I love that, you know, you really are just doing so much to really bring people together because we are at the end of the day, kind of like a family, like we all got to make decisions together. So that's awesome. And just curious if you could offer any just like honest feedback on like permanent changes that Ambridge has made as a result of the pandemic. So, so really just following that, that, that last point and discussion, the one thing we realized to the fact that people have our, our associates, our employees have different needs based on the type of hotel they work in. Our owners had different needs as well. And so really nuancing the organization by splitting it into these divisions that have full ownership on delivering um, and accountability, they're you know nimble and and their job is to provide to provide the benefits of of scale to the organization, not not just to our property owners, but also those associates and from uh, from career progression, from mobility. So that was a evolution that happened kind of during during um, the pandemic, and we launched you know, a year ago um, and and has really taken off. So, you know, our, our employees, our associates, our teams understand that we're focused on what they need in that product category, but they know they get the benefits of the broader family. They also know they have career mobility within that and what that means to them. And I think the other piece with that. So it wasn't just setting up these divisions, but it was also setting up a huge investment in talent and what what that meant. And and so from uh, you know, we started actually during COVID. I guess it was April of 21 still, and we started flying people in for training. It was, you know, we could with restrictions with with spacing, mm-hmm. but but part of Part of what we learned and has carried through to today is that training people in the field or trying to do remote training, understanding all the tools and resources we had was not setting them up for success. So how we think about our our top talent, how we onboard our top talent, how we get them integrated, not only to systems and tools, but to Ambridge and the culture and what we stand for. So they can actually you know, put a a face to the different divisions that support them. So our general managers all come in. We're, we've now started with our sales leaders are all coming in. We have a, a series of training programs that happen here in the building that align them with our long-term vision and goals. And that's different than what was happening um, in advance of the pandemic. And it's a, per, a permanent part of kind of how we are and how how we work. And And it is... Um, you know, it's just not all classroom, right? There's there's a reception. You know, if I'm in the office, I'll go down and speak to. They see they see executives, and we 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 float around, and we we have a real opportunity um, to to interact and reinforce our commitment to them. Because part of the advantage for 
working with a group like Ambridge is if you join us as a general manager, a young manager, we have the best opportunity to career path you mm -hmm. through geography and through product categories, right? You could be a general manager at Fairfield Inn and dream of the day that you're going to be at that, that 400 room Marriott down the street. And we can help people make that journey. So we've gotten them, you know, with with the divisions, which is a permanent structural change, and then how we think of our top talent and how we lean into that tremendous amount of evolution um, there. Yeah, and kind of like you said, going back to your original point goal of just having that access to leadership, and like you said, kind of being there if you're in the office and talking with them. So that I think makes such a impact too. But, um, one, one of my favorite things just on these yeah. classes when we have them come in, um, the team uh, lines the hall when they leave and, you know, there's some applause and congratulations on being part of the family. Yeah. What I love, because I do, I'm somewhat active on, on LinkedIn and other social media, but I look at it a lot. I don't post a ton, but I look mm -hmm. at it a lot. I love to see people posting the videos when they leave and their enthusiasm and they're sharing that um with the broader organization i love all these new uh classes that we do also have certifications that go with them and people are posting those as a badge of honor like that's pretty exciting um to me and it's part of this investment we're making um uh, but it's 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 that's the most rewarding piece when they see it as something special and they're celebrating it's pretty cool I'm glad you mentioned that because I have seen them on LinkedIn before and I get so much great engagement and not that it matters that, you know, there's so many whatever likes or whatnot, but just kind of thinking about like the new generation that's coming through. I mean, they could potentially see that as they're, you know, looking for jobs and that could be like, wow, that catches my eye. I want to work for a company like that, that has such a fun culture and celebrates people even during the worst times of that an industry could face. But um, it is, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's that's like one of the more rewarding things I get to yeah. see. That's it's pretty cool. Well, kind of keeping in line with more of a fun question. Um, just kind of hindsight for 2020, knowing what you know now. Any advice that you would give yourself for the pandemic years? Yeah. So you know, I, I was thinking about that, and this is probably it might sound um, controversial in some ways, but but. If I were knowing what I know now, um, and I did travel quite a bit, but more out of the country, there's markets that were open. We were trying to do the old Mexico. So I spent a lot of time traveling. So I was on the road a lot. Um, but I would have pushed myself and our people to actually have been in the field more, mm. um, you know, and, and, it was hard because it likes once again this is hindsight knowing what i know now and the majority of everybody on my teams had covid you know it's it's i i have angst over there are periods of time where i felt like our our people weren't as supported as they could have been and that you know so i think i we you know we did daily calls seven days a week an hour you could just get on the phone to 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 the just get on the phone and ask a question and just have be heard and and hear the, the answer might be we don't know we'll try to update you as soon as we did so we we were active in communication um but you know i would have i would have leaned into more travel and the, the team that was comfortable with travel i would have pushed 
them to do more because our frontline folks, you know, they didn't have a choice, right? There are people checking ins, there are first responders. Um, I would, I would have, I would have done more that way. I would have created, even though I thought we were doing a lot with the seven days a week phone calls, I would have created another level of accessibility, perhaps that, mm -hmm. um, uh, just so, so, so focused on goes back to the empathy part, what some of these folks were dealing with, you know, we had front desk clerks checking people in that were terrified, um, but they had to work and, um, there's, there's, there's more that we could have done that way. Like I said, I think we did a lot, but, but looking back on it, um, there's probably more there. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to touch on that I didn't bring up? You know, I, I think in in general, I guess I just, you know, this is a very resilient industry. I mean, it's amazing how quickly travel has rebounded. Um, I'm proud of our people. I'm proud of the opportunities that kind of exist. Um, you know, I, I, I think we're a stronger organization having you know, and it was a stronger industry. Candidly, there's a lot of great work that's that's uh, been done out there. And so I think from our divisional structures to our focus on on talent, how we're thinking about leveraging, you know, our scale, I, I, I feel like we're stronger. It accelerated. And remember, we were going through a merger as COVID happened because we right. just interstate neighbors just came together. So I think it accelerated all that growth for us and put us in a in a, a great spot as an employer of choice, um, but also a partner of choice for people investing in real estate. Well, thank you so much for just having a fun conversation with me and just being open and honest about it. I know sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to think about three years ago. We're here now, but it really is helpful and I, I really appreciate your time, Mike. Okay, well, it's my pleasure. So thank you.